Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Humanity First. Um, we've got a great show today. We're going to talk about where we are with our pharmacy project and what progress we've made, which is wonderful progress. And we have a couple of guests who I will introduce in a minute. But I just wanted to recognize earlier this week, uh, Brockton uh, was rocked by the news of a fire at the hospital, which I'm sure everybody has heard about. Just wanted to fill folks in relative to how People at Bamsey were affected by this. Immediately we heard this news and the hospital were really great at communicating with us. And I'm sure people have seen that uh, their emergency action plan was was really well executed. Um, we had communications from our funders and lots of other folks. And really um, we were able to find out that we had five or six persons served who were actually in the hospital uh, on that morning, and all of them are safe. Um, some of them were in inpatient units, and others were in the emergency department. And um, uh, yeah, just one of those things. They're looking at this as an accident and something that that, that couldn't be avoided. I think it was a trans- transformer uh, explosion or something like that. So we are all our thoughts are with uh, Signature Healthcare Brockton Hospital, who we do a lot of business with. They're great friends of ours, and I hope everybody is safe and um, and cleaning up the mess because it looked pretty messy uh, that evening. So with that said, uh, let me introduce our guests. We have uh, Paulette Carvalho, who is our new pharmacy manager. Welcome, Paulette. Thank you. Um, Been on board for four or five weeks now, is that right? That's right. Right, so you should be fully oriented to Bamsey. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I know that you are oriented to is uh, pharmacy, and we're really excited to have you on board, so welcome. Thank you so much. I I feel very welcome being in this company. Good, good. Uh, we also have our uh, chief medical officer, Dr. Peter Cassis, who is a now is a regular to the show. I'm sure. <laughs> Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Good to see you. Good to be here. Yeah. So um, we it does feel like we've been waiting for this a long time, and the, uh, I've learned a great deal in this process. When in terms of new business development, you know, when I came on board, I had some experience of working with a third party pharmacy who came into where I worked and provided pharmacy services and it worked really really well one of the things that 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 we were thinking was well why can't we do that and I remember asking that question of the board three years ago and the board looked at me and said well why would we do that and sometimes we have to think a little bit outside of the box around the services that we as a nonprofit uh, provide um, we were also driven by the quality of care that our person served were receiving. Um, and, that, and you know, I, I'm not going to criticize anybody, but it's been bumpy over the past few years, especially during the pandemic, uh, in terms of that ability to coordinate and make sure that our pharmacy services are dialed in to the needs of our person served because we um, – we cater to a population that is m- both medically fragile in many ways but and also on um, a serious number of medications. Um, sometimes those that number of medications is really quite frightening. And so the ability for us to do a little bit of coordination around that and provide the service ourselves was the, was the initial um, sort of impetus for doing this. Um, so I think we are relatively close to opening. Um, but just before we start, Paulette, maybe you could say a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself to the Bamsey community. Absolutely. So I have been a pharmacist for 25 years, I'm in the pharmacy world for about 28. I'm a mother of two, and I also have a stepson. I'm um, very familiar in the Girl Scout world as well. Long live, long time uh, active member of Girl Scouts. 
and I also enjoy um, the swim team with my children. Um, pharmacy has been a big role in my life. Um, I knew I wanted to be a pharmacist when I was in high school, and I definitely feel that everybody deserves the proper care, and I think that my um, involvement in that BMZ and being able to give quality care to the people served it will be a benefit to, to myself being feeling fulfilled as well as to the BMZ community. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for giving us that little bit of background. And um, I know because I have a couple of friends who's... Um, whose kids have been through pharmacy training at uh, down in Boston, and it's a long road, right? Is it seven years? Is that it's, right? It's um, six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually did a five-year program at URI. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've certainly come out of, of that experience well-qualified. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm, what I'm interested in, what you see as the difference, because you've been working in traditional pharmacies mm-hmm. for uh, for that length of time. This is a little different, uh, the thing that we're doing here. We're actually embedding our pharmacy services in our programs, um, and there's a whole lot to them. We can talk about that. Uh, do you see that as a challenge? Uh, do you see that as uh, a future best practice for the way that we do our work here with so many people with so many complex needs? I do see it as a challenge, but I also see it as something that I can be rewarded with mm-hmm. and reward the people served. I can be more proactive in their care instead of reactive. I can look at a patient's chart or medical record and see maybe what is lacking or maybe what is too much as far as medication management um, and give that you know extra care to that person instead of being just a number. Yeah, you know, that's the thing that I really, and, and if I can bring Dr. Cassis in on this as well, because, you know, we are, uh, the United States... I think in terms, let's take behavioral health medications, for instance. The United States consumes an enormous amount of behavioral health medicines, and um, a lot of things have been happening in the news recently around, you know, us not really having a good handle on what too much is or who's prescribing. Um, And I think uh, this is really a, a sort of countrywide problem and probably a, a global problem uh, really about the oversight of people's medications you find that as well absolutely um, and I think that I think that the um, the addition of a BAMSI uh, pharmacy allows us to provide much uh, much more personalized care for uh, for the people we serve uh, and um, an opportunity to really uh, to have pharmacy services very very uh, tightly integrated in the care that we uh, we provide for people and as you've uh, you've alluded uh, one of the great challenges especially with the people we serve is that uh, we have uh, the uh, the great the awesome privilege and responsibility of caring for people who have um, complicated medical needs who cannot always advocate for themselves and um, and who by no fault of their own or no fault by of any one individual end up uh, getting uh, getting on more medications than they need 
Um, so one of the, the great benefits that we're anticipating with with uh, Paulette's arrival and the pharmacy's integration into uh, our programs is being able to tease that out and looking at where there's duplication in uh, in treatment, where there's um, where there's um, things that don't make sense in the way that we're providing care and using the pharmacy to bridge the, the, the communication that's needed between our programs and uh, our people-served medical providers uh, so that we can, uh, we can uh, better serve those folks. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that sort of triangulation point, point just to talk about a little bit because um, – uh, many, mo- the majority of people, I think, that on the uh, developmental disabilities, residential and day have side, um, are seen in the community by PCPs, by primary care providers, right. um, and that's where sometimes these things can lose control a little bit. And uh, I mean, let's talk about an example. We have. Um, we had medical risk the other day, um, and we talked about the number of emergency department visits by people, which is something that we should be measured on, um, just so that we have a handle on it. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing that people go to EDs, you know, they, when they need it. But uh, oftentimes, when people go go to emergency departments, they they suffer what they call the uh, sort of I. I iatrogenic effects of that environment and one of those I think is the lack of knowledge of what somebody's uh, course and uh, uh, sort of history of their illness and that path is so they might decide that they're going to put somebody on you know a medication uh, because they and they don't have all of the information what I hope is that we'll be able to sort of flatten out that a little bit and get you know and have one pharmacy that is overseeing all of those things instead of working with somebody who really doesn't know our medical record. Paulette, is that something that you see we'll be able to really address uh, in terms of different people um, prescribing different medications? Absolutely. I also think it's an opportunity to take a look at a person served uh, maybe their medical state and it could be they're suffering from a side effect of a medication, and instead of prescribing another medication for that side effect, is to take a look at that first medication and alter that, yeah. change that up a bit. Yeah, and that means increased. And I, I know when um, when our chief medical officer was coming on, I, one of the things that that I was really glad about was that we had a point of medical excellence in the organization that would be able to oversee that because it was pretty much the the wild west in terms of who was getting care elsewhere the ability to bring dr cassis in to uh, to consult on a case uh, which i think you did one of those last week you know i think it was somebody who may have been on hospice or whatever it was is just very i mean it, it it means that with our new healthcare services people are able to say pause for a minute, let's have a look at this. And I see you being very much part of that going forward, of that team of our healthcare service providers saying, let's look at best practices, um, let's use our medical record, which is the big the big thing, that sort of uh, coordination, which I think is going to end up, I know, is going to end up with a better uh, care outcome uh, and, uh, and, and, and health outcomes for, for people. Um, do you see that that's something that you've sort of been that you've sort of naturally sort of um, 
got into since you've been here? Do you feel that you're, uh, well, I do. I feel that there's been a gap that you're sort of filling with that. Well, I do. Th- I do think that uh, that that we are um, we are very actively moving to fill in the the gaps uh, in care. And uh, one of the things you know you've mentioned is providing uh, more enhanced medical consultation for uh, for people who face complicated medical questions. Um, I think that. Um, and that that is something that you know we have uh, we have a, a, an excellent team of of, uh, of providers uh, at BAMC um, on the nursing and medical side of the staff and with with Paulette's arrival with a pharmacy and I think in partnership we will have greater capacity to address those gaps and um, help meet the needs of our. Uh, our programs staff and people we serve and and our you know quite frankly our funders to to provide the best care in real time to address um, places where you know where when people are coming in and out of care in acute settings whether it's emergency department or or hospital that we're really making sure that what's been done makes sense and there's continuity um, of care and 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 the way that that is done, and so so yeah, and I think that uh, to to kind of get back to the question of you know or the issue raised about medical risk, one of the uh, great opportunities we have with uh, with bringing the fam the the Bamsey, uh pharmacy into uh, in, in, into life here uh, and Paulette's integration and onto the team is that there will be a voice uh, at medical risk for, for pharmacy. There will be a voice on our medical consultation service and also our medical ethics uh, committee and medical ethics consultation services, which are new additions to what we are providing uh, here at BAMC on the health care services front. Wow, you're going to be busy. <laughs> I welcome it. <laughs> but it's that kind of. I think that's that must be the exciting thing, right? Because yes. because it's you're a pharmacist, which is a very exquisitely you know um, uh, refined sort of uh, skill set. But now you're going to be also part of a multidisciplinary team, um, which is focused only on the people we serve. That's the thing that I get kind of you know sort of excited about. Yeah, I think very exciting. Um, this is a very exciting opportunity for us at BAMC, and I, I get the sense from you, Paulette, that um, that it's the kind of thing that really, uh, really excites you as well in terms of being able to work as a team. Very much so, and to definitely give my pharmacy perspective as to whatever topic we're talking about, if it's medication management, medication risk, I, I welcome it. Yeah, it's going to be great. It really is. Um, Let's just talk about some of the mechanics of this, because I, I can, I can, I can hear people saying, "Well, how are we going to cover? We, we go from Worcester all the way down to the Cape, and you know, what's our rollout plan in terms of meeting the needs of our folks?" And also, the other thing that people say is, "Well, you know, what about twenty-four hour coverage?" And we should really talk about IPS, who is our, um, who uh, is our um, partner in this venture as well, which we can do. Um, what about uh, well let's start with um let's start with how we get meds to people and how we're going to roll this out okay so we are going to start off small with the brockton area i am going to prepare a how-to guide for the nursing staff at the programs of how to 
get the person serves prescriptions from the local pharmacy they're using now to the Bamsey pharmacy to make it as smooth as possible. We will prepare the prescriptions and uh, with any luck send them through a courier service mm-hmm. to each program site. Um, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to start off small so if we have any roadblocks um, we'll address them as they arise and then we'll work out from there geographically. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some bumps in the road, right? And, you know, I think the, uh, the good news is, though, that we'll be able to communicate those. And, you know, we we have this, this is ours now. Mm-hmm. And so it is up to us to make it work uh, instead of wondering whether a third party is going to come through. So I think that is something that people are really looking forward to. What about 24-hour coverage? We're still working on that and addressing that issue. Right. Because I know, just so that people know, we've worked really closely with a consultancy company called IPS. uh, And they've been wonderful throughout and they've supported us and they're going to continue to support us in that. And so it isn't as if we're just saying, you know, we we own a pharmacy. We do own a pharmacy. But we own a pharmacy (laughs) and we're all alone as of of day one. So that uh, support and backup, I think, from IPS is really going to be an important part at least in the first year, a uh, couple of years of, of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. And then the other thing is that we have um, 340B uh, designation. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? So um, that's a program that helps with uh, defraying the costs of certain medications to underprivileged uh, people served. And um, we are working with uh, getting our covered entities enrolled in the 340B program and then ultimately the Bamsey Pharmacy will be the contracted pharmacy in order to supply the medications to the covered entities and the ultimate consumer or the person served. So that's something that I've, I'm very much looking forward to um, rolling out and working with um, the different programs like COPE yeah. and the yeah. STD clinics. Yeah. yeah. Just just a little bit of background. Um, the. The program actually comes out of Ryan White uh, mm-hmm. legislation from the, I think, mid-90s, um, when many pharmacies were not interested in prescribing any drugs for people who were struggling with HIV and AIDS or at risk of HIV and AIDS because of the stigma that existed. So the idea was to encourage pharmacies to prescribe these meds, and then and then they would discount those meds. Those discounts are not available for folks who are on Medicaid, just to be clear about that. So right. it's, it's not going to be a big money earner from us, but it really does help us with the idea of getting those medications to those people who are at risk. And there still is a great deal of uh, stigma around that population um, uh, from from the general public, so um, I think that was a great uh, move in the right direction for Bamsey, and very much in line with this idea of uh, making sure that all people are cared for and all people matter, and 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 even if it's unpopular, we'll we'll take that on. So um, very much looking forward to that as well. Um, well, uh, it's how how far are we away? A couple of weeks now, three weeks maybe. We were talking about having a soft rollout for March and hopefully some type of like grand opening in June. That sounds wonderful. I'm sure we'll have a lot of people very interested in that. I will say, no pressure on you, Paulette, but uh, I do get calls from other providers saying, I hear you have a pharmacy, can we talk? And we're not going to push that. Absolutely not. We're going to get it right for our folks 
before we think about any kind of expansion, and that's a year, two years, something like that. So uh, thank you so much for coming in and, and talking to, to us about this new venture. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some bumps, but we're going to end up providing way better service than we are now right at the moment. So thank you so much for coming in. And I hope that in June maybe uh, you'll both come back and give us a report on how things are going. Absolutely. I'd love, I, I would love that. Thank you. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you.